time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, the host of Full Ride on ESPNU Sirius XM Radio, the hilarious yet sneaky smart Chris Childers. We're going to do a devil's dozen with Chris in just a second. But first, let me uh, thank my uh, real sponsor, MeUndies. Uh, listen, these guys have cracked the comfort code, these folks at MeUndies. They start with, uh, you're not going to believe this, sustainably sourced beechwood trees. They turn that into like a, a pulp and then they spin that into a yarn and make uh, underwear that uh, feels incredible on your skin. Fibers called Micromodel and it's the softest fabric. Literally, they tested it in the entire world. Plus, then it gets softer with every wash and it comes in classic solids and bright colors and wild prints like pandas and sushi and stuff. You, you got everybody covered. Here's the deal. MeUndies is a great offer for my listeners. Any first time purchasers, you get 15% off plus free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. So to get the 15% off plus the free shipping and the 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash pain, as in play with pain. That's meundies.com slash pain. So go to meundies.com slash pain. Get this incredible deal and knock off at least half your Christmas shopping while you're there. Believe me, you'll thank me later. Also, my Statman Chef Cesario's new comedy album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming now everywhere. Recorded at the legendary Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, plus, hey, get this. Chet Waterhouse says his own mugs out. That's right. I got my own mugs. Go to jeffcesario.com and there's a little button up in the uh, upper left-hand corner. That's it. Click on that and you get the mugs. Hey, that's a good Christmas gift, too. And as always, before we get to my guest, the show pony, Chris Childers, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Hebrew, the gourmet coffee just for Jewish men. NFL, Bears get stomped like a lost roach in an art gallery. Denver Broncos forced to start Vic Fangio's Uber driver at QB. Kansas City, like a (laughs) fat German in a hot tub, they just keep coming at you. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, postponed more than your cousin's wedding. Las Vegas lost badly, but swore to their bookie they'd have the money by next week. And Tampa (laughs) coach Bruce Arians rips Tom Brady like it's a Jeff Ross roast. That wrap-up sponsored by Acetaminophen. Blow the aspirin right into your face with Acetaminophen. College football, more cancellations than a Netflix programming meeting. Michigan has four Big Ten losses for the first time since smoking was considered good for your digestion. And forget the national playoff. The Pac-12 may not make it to the Pac-12 playoff. That wrap-up sponsored by Gunga Dan's for really mild Indian food. Try Gunga Dan's. College hoops, Kentucky loses. That's almost as rare as a Kentucky player actually graduating. Boxing, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fought to a draw. 
in the WBC's Guys Who Owe Money to the IRS Division. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1988, the place New York, New York, a furrier <laughs> sued Mike Tyson for $92,000 for non-payment of purchase. He also became the only furrier to be knocked out by Mike Tyson. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Exasperilla, the soda that tests your patience. Now, finally, it's time for the Devil's Dozen with one of my favorite sportscasters out there, a man who will not back away from a college football debate or a dessert buffet, Chris Childers. Chris, how are you today? Good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me and uh, correct on both of those. I will never back away from a buffet of any sort. Yes. No. Why bother? Why do you know they make the buffet for people like us? Hey, listen, before we get started, let's find out a little bit about Chris Childers. Born and raised where? Outside of Chicago, Illinois, in the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. But I've been in Nashville for like the last 20 years. Which suburb? Uh, Vernon Hills, Illinois, which is next to Libertyville and Gurney. It's like by Wisconsin and Great America yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm originally from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Right from right by Kenosha. Yeah. And Kenosha is a place a... where I grew up. Uh, I used to hang out like playing mini golf and eating cheese and bratwurst. Yeah. And then drinking on the way home because I don't know. If people don't understand this. The drinking age in Wisconsin is six. So a lot of kids would drive up from <laughs> Illinois and get hammered and then. <laughs> Wrap the family stick. Or mom and dad would drop us off at the bar and they would go <laughs> shopping and yeah, Christmas shopping. We'd be seven years old and it'd be beautiful. Exactly. Little bratwurst. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice. Yes. It's you nice. learn responsibility that way. Hey, middle Tennessee state, the blue Raiders. Yeah. You went to college there or are you just a fan of there? I went to college there. Yeah. I got there. Uh, how weird is that? A kid from Vernon Hills, Illinois, randomly ending up outside of Nashville, but yeah, I went to college at Middle Tennessee State. We are famous for our upset of the Michigan State Spartans a couple of years ago in the NCAA tournament. I feel like that's the only reason why anybody knows where I went to school. Yeah, that, that added a Z to Tom Izzo's name. That's how painful that was. Uh, now, how'd you get paired up? Because now you do this great show uh, with Rick Neuheisel uh, every morning on ESPNU called Full Red, all about college sports. Uh, uh, how did the new Heisel thing? Did that just did they just say, did they come to you and go, Hey, uh, we got this, uh, this uh, smart ass brainiac ex coach, we're gonna throw him in with you? How'd they uh, determine that you two would work? Uh, it was Rick's idea, weirdly enough. He so here's how it all went down Tim Brando was getting ready to leave the channel. And I was doing like nights and overnights and all kinds of weird times. Sure. Really anything I could do, I was doing. And like, you know, doing like three shows on Sundays and, you know, two shows on Saturday morning and, you know, really whatever I could do. Brando steps away. Uh, I guess the company didn't want to pay for anybody that was a name to take his place. So <laughs> they put me in that slot. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be temporary. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and they were just going to kind of match me with some guys like Houston Nutt, who I love, and Rick, and a couple other guys. And then Rick one day went to uh, the boss, Steve Cohen's like, I want to do this full time. I don't want to be just one of the guys. I want to be a guy or the guy. And uh, Steve's like, okay, who do you want to work with? And for some reason, he picked me. Now, I, didn't, I don't think he realized how mentally kind of off balanced I am or a little bit chemically, uh, you know, a little bit uh, not there. 
You're an addict. Uh, he knew he knew my love for football. Like that was that was the thing that he was drawn to. He knew I loved the game. I studied the game. I cared about the game. And so he okay. wanted to be with somebody like that. I don't think he ever thought he picks or you know knew he was going to pick somebody who always references ass as much as I did. Uh, yeah. Who referenced you know diarrhea. And, you know, stupid potty humor. I don't think he signed up for that, but it was actually Rick's idea back in the day. It's like six, seven years ago now. uh, Maybe he had a, whether it was subconscious or not, uh, a great uh, comic instinct because the the disparity between your personalities is worth it uh, comedically. To just have a guy like that who's already uh, in coach uh, headspace realize he's got essentially a giant... uh, uh, junior high schooler that he's working yes. with. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, perfect. I'm glad that people find it amusing because I got to be honest. There's times when I'm like living in the moment where I feel like just less than a normal person. Like he has belittled me, he has beaten me, he has made me feel like such a putz that I'm like, okay, am I really this much of a disgrace? Is it just Rick being Mr. White Collar, bougie bourgeois man that you know I feel this way, but. Uh, it is a crazy yin and yang, is it not? Like, we could not be more different. When we hang out together, we could not be more different. I bet. When we go to dinner together, we could not be more. I mean, literally, <laughs> politically, we could not be more different. Um, and we have, ama- like, during the last month, we have had amazing political debates off the air, which wow. has been incredible. Um, you could just imagine with his money, which side he's on and, and yeah. I'm on the other side. So it, it got, and it's been very lively, uh, during the commercial breaks over the last month. That's hilarious. Well, that, uh, it, you know, it's like Rogers to Devante Adams. It just works. Don't question it. Keep going. That amazing anecdote brought to you by Pinocchio hose, Nevada's only all puppet brothel. All right, here. <laughs> How do here I get is, a date there? Yeah, well, well I, I'll get you a couple of coupons for that. Place. Nice. <laughs> all right. Here's how uh, the devil's dozen works. I ask you 12 questions and then here's the twist, Chris. You answer. All right, strap in, Chris Childers. Here we go. Question number one, college football, missing more starting players than a Doobie Brothers reunion. What is this season? Is this even a season? What's going on? It's when you have, see, here's the thing about college football. If if it makes sense, there's no way we're going to do it. Ever since I was a little kid, common sense in this sport never went hand in hand. NFL and common sense, perfect marriage. NBA and common sense, perfect marriage. Major League Baseball, the NHL, pro tennis, whatever it is, perfect sense. This sport is like hellbent on it just not making sense. We have a thousand bowl games. We have teams getting in that win five games. We had a system for years where human polls would decide the national title. We had a system yeah. where you could have two national champions. Remember like Nebraska, Michigan in 96 and Colorado, Georgia tech in 90 and, and years like that gone by. Um, you know, we had a BCS that was dis- determined by yeah. computers that nobody knew what they meant. Now, um, now we have a 14 playoff with 13 stiffs that sit in a room and, Tell us the four best teams. So it's just complete dumbassery. On top of it, we've decided not to bubble when we're literally. So, I mean, think about this. Think about Ohio State. Think about Michigan. Think about the big schools in this country, 30, 40, 50,000 kids on campus. So what you've essentially done is you've taken your football player and said, go to class Monday through Friday 
with 50,000 other kids that have been at bars and with each other, et cetera, and then come back to the football team and don't get anybody sick. Well, that's impossible, right? We know in the NBA, the reason it worked and the Lakers won the title is because they kept them away from the outside world. The reason the NHL worked is because they kept them away from people in Edmonton and Toronto until the end. College hasn't done that. Now, it would, what, is it possible for it, for it to happen? I don't know because of the optics of it, because these are not professional athletes, but we haven't even tried. So because of it, I mean, we're going to get to a point where Ohio State might be considered for a playoff and have five wins. Yeah. And yeah. other teams would have 11 or 12, and they'll be sitting there in the five or six hole saying, what the hell? They didn't yeah. play anybody. Yeah. So how could they get there? I mean, so again, like, could you imagine any other sport, any other world that we would sit there and say, let's put a five team in the four hole, five win team in the four hole, but leave out a team that went 12 and 0. Yeah. 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 No, no, no chance in any other it. world. No, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Sponsored by high fructose corn syrup. Don't worry. Something worse will come along. Question number two, Dan Mullins waited till now to show America how absolutely batshit crazy he is. What's going on? He see, he kind of flew under the radar at uh, where was he? Mississippi state or Mississippi yeah. or one of those. Um, and, and everybody went, Oh, good coach. He, uh, re- kind of revitalized that program, even if he had to walk a fine line. Uh, uh, so a heady guy, good coach. Then he goes to Florida and all of a sudden he's just, uh, he's out there with knives and spears and he's, he's creating havoc with his own student section and demanding people play. And what, what's going on with that guy? He's a big time sec coach that lives in a bunker. He lives in his own little world. See, those guys don't come out. They don't see the rest of the world. They don't really get a chance to really get exposed to what's happening in the outside world. They live in these little bunkers, and then they're, like, shocked when somebody criticizes how stupid they are when they say something or do something crazy. Like, he was the guy that was begging for them to pack the swamp for the game against LSU. We're in a pandemic Numbers are rising every single day. So the CDC was begging us not to travel for Thanksgiving. And this guy's like, well, it's fine for football because it gives my team a competitive advantage. That's absolute, complete yeah. dumbassery. And there's no explanation around it. I, I think these guys live in a bunker. I think it's sometimes they're nuts. Uh, Urban Meyer kind of showed that with the Zach Smith thing a year ago. Yeah. It's like, dude, have you seen me too? Are you not paying attention to the world, Urban? Yeah. And clearly he wasn't, right? So I think that's what's going on with Dan. He just needs to peek out and kind of pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Sponsored by Bananas, the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow. Question number three, is <laughs> this the year I could win the Heisman Trophy? Yes, I think you could. I am a voter. So if you put up a good showing on Saturday, I think I'll put you up there. Um, I think anybody could. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say anybody. I think two guys, two guys can win the Heisman Trophy at this point. I think it's going to be from the SEC. I just don't think Justin Fields at Ohio State will have enough. Yeah. I just mentioned the fact that they could have five, maybe seven games at most. I don't think that's going to like as as a voter, that's not going to do it for me. I'm looking at um, Mac Jones and what he's doing weekend after weekend. I'm looking at Kyle Trask at Florida yeah. and looking at what he's doing weekend after weekend. That's going to hold a far, far more bearing. Um, Trevor Lawrence with the COVID issues and all that. I don't know. 
Uh, but I think right now it's Mac Jones or Kyle Trask. I think the high, if I'm not voting for you at the end of the yeah. year, I'm voting for Trask or Jones. And I really think this comes down to who plays better in the SEC title game. I think their numbers are comparable. I think their leadership values are comparable. Uh, they both have, do, have done you know phenomenal work up to this point. I think it comes down to Atlanta, Georgia, uh, inside that dome, Mercedes-Benz, Trask, Jones. Not only does the winner win the SEC, I think the winner wins the Heisman Trophy. But uh, imagine the controversy if you voted for Chet Waterhouse. That brought you Chet. Sugary drinks don't just hydrate, carbohydrate. Question number four, what drives you insane about Rick Neuheisel? Everything. Um, everything and nothing. How about that all at once? He <laughs> is, I'll be honest, Rick lives in a very um, fantasy world. It's beautiful. I appreciate it. <laughs> I want to live in it too. Um, it takes money to live there. <laughs> it does. But he just kind of, it's, he's Charlie Chill. The anxieties that the normal average American has, Rick does not have. Rick kind of, you know, it always seems to work out. Yeah. I think that's the thing that pisses me off the most is that I know how my life is a grind. I know, like I understand my day to day. Yeah. And I know his isn't. And he just, he just kind of skates and chills and does his thing, never worries about anything like the bosses. Um, don't really care if he ever responds. It's oh, it's Rick. Uh, yeah. Allie's kind of given up, you know, doesn't bother to text him because he'll never get back. Um, he did actually text me this weekend, which was amazing. That typically doesn't happen. He's just, he lives in his golf course world in his country club. And, you know, he connects right before the show starts. So I'll be on like an hour before and, you know, getting right. ready. And it's like, you know, three minutes up and it's like, oh, where the hell's Rick? I don't know. Let's call him. Oh, Hey guys. You know, there he is. Um, and it's like, all's well. Um, he never reads Allie's rundown. So he actually does not know what we're doing every day on the show. Um, we're, he just reacts to me every segment. That's a real thing. And I love him for it because it works. Yeah, it works. Uh, but he just reacts to me every segment. So he has. So the great thing about it is that I could plan some complete charade um, that he might think is completely honest and true that I've done or something, you know, and right, he might have right. no idea. And but he's reacting to it in an honest way. So it comes across very honest on the air. And uh, but that's that's Rick. I mean, he's he is yeah. just. West Coast, Charlie Chill, skate through exactly. life, you know, kind of guy. But he's beautiful. That's a gimme. That seven footer is a gimme. Sponsored by Creme de Hay for a holiday aperitif at one tenth the price of fancy liqueurs. Try Creme de Hay. Question number five Notre Dame conveniently joining the ACC in a down year. Are they that good, though? They're good. I don't know if they're national title good. In fact, I know they're not national title good because they don't have the depth. Clemson's got studs on the line of scrimmage. Uh, Bama's got studs on the line of scrimmage. The Buckeyes have studs on the line of scrimmage. The defensive linemen in stockpiling them, it's gold bullion. If you have them, you win. Notre Dame doesn't have enough of them. I think they're really good. I think they can be a Final Four team. I don't think they're national title good, but I do think the Irish are a lot better than years past when they've got to this point. Like when they got to the national title game against Alabama and just yeah. got devoured yeah. or a couple of years ago against Clemson. I think it's a different, better Notre Dame. I think Ian book is special, especially with his ability to will his team and make plays with his legs. But to answer your question, I do not think they are a national title team Chet. 
Right. Competitive, but not winning. Sponsored yes. by the Marianas Trench Coat, featuring the deepest pockets in the business. Question number six. Will there be any actual bowl games with bad half times and weird sponsors or just the playoffs? Uh, how's this going to... Do other bowl games, even the New Year's Six, do they have anything to hang their hat on here? They'll be played. They're going to try. I don't know how they're going to get it done. I don't know how many of them they're going to try. But these again, with college football, it makes no sense, right? Who cares if a five and six versus a six and five team, you know, who whatever, you know, weed eater bowl dot com bowl or whatever gets played. I could care less. And guess what? Typically, even in a non pandemic, the 500 people that go to the game prove to you that nobody gives a damn their money grabs. Right. So I don't know how many of them they're going to get in. I guarantee you there's going to be some left by the wayside. I do think the big ones will be preserved. Uh, the orange, the fiesta. I know the rose is a playoff game. The sugar I think is a playoff game, et cetera. Those will be played. Yeah. But, like the cherry bundy Honestly, I don't give a rat's ass if it is or yeah. is not played by years end. Yeah. Featuring the two and three TCU horned. Frog. Yes. Sponsored by three guys from Italy restaurants. Why do you got to know their names? What's it to you? You like the food? Shut up and eat. Question number seven. Can the uh, Charleston Chanticleers, can they get to a new year's day six bowl? Yes, they can. Um, but it's going to, take a little bit of help. They need Cincinnati to lose. Coastal Carolina is undefeated. Uh, they're playing great football in the Sun Belt. They got a big game that I think will impress the committee against the Louisiana team uh, that beats a uh, Power 5 team earlier this year in Iowa State. And Iowa State right now is in the I driver's did. seat yeah. inside the Big 12. So Louisiana's got some merit to it. If Coastal beats them, I think the committee will like that. I still think they're slotted behind Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is going to have to lose. Uh, Cincinnati has two games remaining against a good Tulsa team. Now Tulsa's kind of vying for that slot as well. But uh, if they split, I think Coastal could sneak in, get to a New Year's Six game, and wouldn't that be something for a school that nobody's ever heard of right. in the last five years, winning a baseball national championship, the College World Series, and going to a New Year's Six bowl game? It would be unprecedented and really cool. And it's in Myrtle Beach. So that's a pretty darn cool school. Yeah, it's kind of a party town there. Oh, yeah. So I'm guessing, yes, uh, correctly, that it is actually on the coast of Carolina. It is. Sponsored by Holiday Catheters, now in Santa, Elf, or Angel Bag. Ho, ho, go with Holiday Catheters. Question number eight, college hoops. This can't go well. This is not going well already. And they're one game in. Teams falling off, you know, the COVID thing. It's it's lunacy. What's going on? How do, why don't why don't they postpone and try to do this in a different way? They're stubborn and they're stupid and it's about money. So yeah. you know, money talks and money walks and money gets you to do things you shouldn't do. It's going to be a disaster. I mean, I've talked to so many people that are in the know in college basketball that are saying nobody's really in cohesion. The schools and the athletic departments and the leagues are really not kind of playing ball together. So it's an absolute disaster. Um, Will we get an NCAA tournament? We better. Last year, think about the money the NCAA lost. We did not ever make that up. That was the one thing in sports that was just forgotten about and lost. Everything else, the NBA, they found a way. The NHL, they found a way. We just didn't have an end to college basketball. So you you won your regular season title. And if you didn't, so what? I mean, you, you had nothing to show for it by the end of the year. So that was it. Uh, I think it's going to be a disaster, but I bet you this, they're going to find a way to play the NCAA tournament because they cannot 
be without that revenue. I honestly think they should just play it now. Screw all this. 300 teams. Yeah. Go in there, play them, put it on TV, get your money and end the season. Because I'm not sure you can actually have any sort of semblance of a regular season between now and the NCAA tournament. I believe that sponsored by Incognito. You'd never guess we're plumbers. Question number nine. What's the worst thing you've ever eaten that you did not throw up? Turkey. I hate turkey. <laughs> Do not. I'm a Thanksgiving hater. This past Thursday, like every, I, you know what I ate? I ate like a little thing of green bean stuff wow. and a little thing of stuffing. Um, wow. I hate turkey. There's something about it. Just the taste, the texture, the smell, the bird, the poor bird sitting on your table. I don't like it. Um, I can't do it. So, and then there's this thing that my wife made. It was like some gelatinous pistachio pudding thing. (laughs) Well, the kids loved it. My nephews, Brody and uh, Keaton ate a lot of it, but just pistachio gelatiny pudding. Yeah, well, not, gelatinous. Uh, not for me. Can't be good for anything. No, like I'm a, gelatinous yeah. as it is, so I don't need <laughs> more foods that are gelatinous to make me yeah. any more gelatinous. No, that's a term you use to describe a cold motor oil. Uh, that one's sponsored by Airbnb. It's not an app. It's just a crowbar. Question number 10. Weirdest interview you've had on full ride. What went south or sideways that never quite, you could never quite reel it back in. Weirdest interview we've had easily was this guy named Keith Gutton. He's the baseball coach at Southeast Missouri. And he's, I mean, it's like talking to a drill sergeant. I mean, this guy like literally would say, coach, tell us about your great school and what makes it so special. And you know what you would tell a kid if you were selling the program on a recruiting trip. And he'd say, doesn't matter. Those are just buildings. It's about the people. And like, that would be the, that'd be the, like literally (laughs) it. coach, what do you think about going on the road? We'll be fine. Like it was the most unbelievable. It lasted three and a half minutes. I think I asked him 12 questions, 12 questions, three and a half minutes long. It was the most bizarre, weird thing. It's something that's actually lived in infamy. We've referenced it every time, every time the world series comes around, anytime that school does anything. I mean, it, it will go down, but that was weird. We've had some other ones. Oh, we had one with Andrea Adelson recently from ESPN where yeah. something happened where they chipmunked her. Like the 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 wires got crossed uh, where she literally sounded like Alvin the chipmunks. And I like peed my pants laughing. I ripped my headset out. That's hilarious. And Rick, I don't know how he did it or why he did it, but he kept going for four minutes with her talking that way. And I'm dying, like literally like spitting thing. I'm giving, gave myself an asthma attack. I've got this inhaler. Sure. I was like taking it. I got the same. Yeah, right. I was like Bro, literally. Gotta yeah, have the pro all, right in your hand. Exactly. There's a whole thing going on. So, um, but that one was pretty weird, but you never know with live radio. It's always. Yeah. You're weird. suddenly faced with a nine minutes of a monster stretch with Rick Neuheisel. That's sponsored by Roberta Flak Jacket. You're not killing me softly or loudly in my Roberta Flak Jacket. Question number 11, favorite sports movie of all time. We're Rudy. That's to the great Chris Childers. Rudy. Rudy, every time I cry, every time I now feel the dreams is wonderful and it's up there. But as a kid growing up, who's not athletic, who loved Notre Dame, I just wanted to be Rudy. I wanted to play one play for the fighting Irish to make that tackle. Um, 
get that degree. Now I didn't do any of that. I quit the football team because I couldn't stop smoking Marlboro lights at middle Tennessee. I, you know, obviously never saw the field. I never had a movie. I never got carried off, but I wanted to be Rudy. And every time it gets carried off, I cry at the end. Now I've had the chance to interview and meet Rudy since kind of spoils it. Yeah. He's a bit crazy. He's a bit of a, well, you know, whatever. He's a nudge. He's something, yeah, but but uh, the movie's wonderful. The movie is wonderful. <laughs> That's sponsored by J.C. Penny, dressing homicide detectives for over sixty years. And our final question in the Devil's Dozen with Chris Childers: Who's winning the football championship, and will it have the weirdest asterisk ever? No, because Alabama's going to win it. And when Alabama ah, yeah. wins it, we don't give an asterisk. We just accept they're kings yeah. and they are the gods of college football and they belong there. So anybody else wins it, sure, but I don't think they will. And if it's Bama, they would have won it anyway. So I don't think you give them an asterisk. That devil's dozen brought to you by Pandemodium. Get rid of your diarrhea in one chaotic blast with Pandemodium. My guest today, the hilarious and insightful Chris Childers. Follow him on Twitter at Childers Radio. Catch him every day on ESPNU's Full Ride with that laid-back maniac brainiac Rick Neuheisel. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. And anything else we should be looking for in the Chris Childers universe? No, that's it. But I that last sponsor speaks to my heart. Is somebody with IBM. Yes, I need to get in contact with those guys. Here, I'll send you a case of pandemic. One blast sounds Good fantastic. <laughs> follow Please. me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. His album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming now everywhere. The Chet Mugs here at JeffCesario.com up in the upper left-hand corner. Uh, makes your holiday gift-giving easy. Thank you to all of you for listening. And thanks to my real sponsor, MeUndies.com. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Boring Brook, Iowa for the Turkey Carcass Catapult Invitational. Hit a live farm animal with your dead turkey and double your prize money. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.